My name is Noah Kindig, sports reporter for Wright State Guardian, and I'm I'm going to be honest, guys. I need spring break. I need it. I need it soon. Mm-hmm. It's right upon. I I need reach. it so bad. I need <laughs> it so bad. Uh, I am joined today by three guests. Uh, first of all, we have Rowdy Raider right behind me. Who, who Raider up? Who I think Adam stole from Sill or something gifted. like that. It was gifted. Yeah, it was gifted. Uh, Adam Campbell, sports writer, Wright State Guardian. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Okay. Another gift, right here. Look at this. Yeah, you so got so much Rowdy Raider going on. You can't actually put your hand inside of it, but it looks cool. Yeah, I really want to know whose hand that is. I have a feeling it was like an old person. Um, <laughs> we have a theory. We have a theory. <laughs> a working theory. Chunk, chunky fingers, small hand, and then on the inside, you can kind of see like very wrinkly skin patterns. Yeah. So I'm gonna figure out who did this, and we'll 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 find a verdict. For people yeah. also. Uh, watching this podcast it is like a wax um hollow hand thing yeah we, we, in case if you're thinking we just have some like old hand just chilling out here no it's like a it's a wax hand doing the raider up uh, position <laughs> we also have isaac wernicke as always how hey, you doing my man feeling I'm good doing, i'm doing good i'm with you i'm excited for spring break i can't believe it's almost spring break already yeah but nonetheless i'm still very excited we've got it it's wednesday as of the time of recording so we've got the rest of today and two more days and then we are home free for one week mm-hmm. uh we hear people talking around in the office what they're going to be doing for spring break alexis lewis is headed to new york she just scheduled uh a trip to france over the summer so good for her Crazy. uh but yeah how you guys feeling man we're, we're so close i can feel it so excited i don't personally have any plans oh for me spring neither break. no I'm, i was yeah. curious if you guys did though yeah I'm going to Columbus. Okay. Woo! Columbus Blue Jackets game. Ooh. Against the Kraken of Seattle. Nice. Nice. That'd be, that'd be pretty fun. I'm not the yeah. biggest hockey guy, but I'm kind of kind of trying to get into it. A little I bit. love hockey. It's fun. Yeah, hey. I'm I'm not the biggest hockey fan, but like as a sport for like pure watchability, hockey's really good because like you can kind of understand it really fast, and people are slamming each other in the walls. Have you ever seen the Mighty Ducks? Yes. Dude, when they when they go stick, gloves, and shirt. Start wailing on one another. That's when it's fun. Like when, when the gloves come off, and they yeah. start rocking sockum. I mean, you see the YouTube highlights all the time of people, you know, taking the gloves off, taking the taking the pads off, and going at it one on one in hockey. It still happens for there. So, hey, that that must be what draws people to the sport. But uh, I did want to ask, yeah, a little bit about kind of spring break plans. I don't have anything planned. I want to ask overall for you guys: Is your spring break like a? I want to go on a trip like you're going to Columbus Blue Jackets. Maybe that's not a trip, but like I'm going out and doing stuff. Or is mm-hmm. your spring break like mine where I'm just zoning out for a week and I don't know what's happening? I'm going to like blink and it's going to be back to school. Yeah, for me, um, it, I would love to go out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my friends who go to Toledo and BG, their spring break is a, comp- a week after mine. Yeah. So they're doing something and I'm just going to be chilling at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm basically going to do exactly exactly what you said, just kind of just relax and take a break. Well, that's the best way to do it in my mind, but yeah, you I think I'm going half and half. Really. Half and half, yeah. Yeah, you know, half yeah. half to just reset, get ready for the second half of the semester and then other half to go out and make some memories, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Can't wait. Well, looking at like schools and stuff cuz I I'm going to be honest, guys. I've got one big thing that's like on my mind left. It is a paper that is 3-4 pages. It is due tomorrow at like 12.30 at the start of class. You have to turn it in, a physical copy of this paper, and I have not started it yet. And so I'm going to be spending most of my night taking care of that. 
do you need my nightlight to help keep you up? It's, <laughs> I got a nightlight at my place. I'm just saying, but I like I I just wanted to say, I just wanted to ask for you guys midterms because it seems like right before spring break now because like we're you know in the middle of the semester you guys have midterms you guys have exams what what are you guys looking at for project wise? Um, I'm lucky enough to be in the cola department and we have little to no exams, which is um, nice and yes. it is very nice. I am minoring in psychology, so I do have one exam in there, but. It is totally online, mm -hmm. so I stress free. Stress free. I don't have a teacher like staring at me or anything like that. So we're yeah. good. Yeah, I had three exams actually within the last week and a half. Mm -hmm. So they kind of. I mean, I'm also in cola, so most of our stuff is more project based. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, the exams that we did have, they they scheduled them really well. Surprisingly, I never say that, but like they did it. You know, well before spring break. To where the like the week going into spring break isn't really high stress. That's but, nice. Yeah, I, I respect that. Yeah, I had two exams, and I'm not gonna lie, they are the weirdest sequence of exams I've ever had. Um, because well, I'm a cola guy, so we generally will mm -hmm. do projects. But I have an interest in history, and so I took some history gen eds because I needed like some extra credit mm -hmm. to finish my degree out of the spring. Sure. I go into the exam room, and I thought it was going to be a like typed up and put it in a Dropbox exam while the teacher like goes around and makes sure that nobody's cheating. We walk in, and he hands out these little pamphlets uh, that say Blue Book on the front, and they're these little like pads of paper front and back, and it's an exam in pencil. And it's short answer and an essay in pencil. Yeah. It wasn't great on my hand, but the good part was it, it at least had like the lined paper, so like you, know, you could stay within the lines and you could go back. And I'm an English major, so it was okay. <laughs> the second one was just like that, except it was two long essays. You walk in. He hands you a piece of paper that has the two long essays on it, the prompts, and four blank sheets of white paper. No lines to help you write, just the exam questions, and four blank pieces of white paper. It was... Bring a ruler, and you make the lines yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was... It hurt my hand a lot. It was not good. Um, and I, I, I looked at my exam at the end. Like Once my hand started hurting, like the writing and the lines just got worse and worse. And I think I did okay with the content in my exam, but just... Some letters are bigger than others, and some writings. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe I'm just nervous about what I'm going to get on these exams, but it was a bit rough. Mm -hmm. was, no, you're the smartest kid I know. <laughs> Literally. You're 19 years old right now, and you're about to graduate. Facts. about to be 24, and I still have yet to do so. So <laughs> you're, you're way ahead of the game. Well, I did, I did want to ask you guys uh, about Student Press Free Freedom Day. Mm -hmm. uh, we just recorded the fun video, had a great time. Yes. I wanted to ask you guys, not specifically about like what Student Press Freedom means to you, but just like being in The Guardian. We'll start with you, Adam. Kind of, why did you join? And then, I guess, why did you stay? Because you've kind of been around for a little bit now. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. My first three and a half years at Wright State, I, I was a server at BJ's Brew House, and I, I just got into a um, consistent routine of waking up, going to class, going to work, going home, and repeating that six days a week. So I didn't really get involved on campus, and then, um, you know, I forget exactly who drew me to the guard. I think it was more myself. Like I was like, mm -hmm. I want to do sports reporting. Yeah. I switched majors to media studies. So I saw the Guardian as an opportunity to A, make friends, B, get involved on campus, and three, you know, find more things that I'm passionate about. And that also led me here to the radio station too. So it's and that's kind of why I've been I've stuck around is just, you know, I haven't really I haven't gotten tired of it. And yeah, I love it. I think I think I have a similar experience to you, where I was kind of looking for something to get involved on campus, and I'm not a guy who wants to do absolutely everything when it comes to college. Like I don't want to be a part of twenty orgs, but mm -hmm. 
But for me, when I joined the Guardian, it gave me an outlet to other orgs as well, just because I would go out and I would interview people or I would go out and I would do other things. And, you know, now I'm doing a podcast with the radio station and the Guardian. So yeah. for me, I, it's kind of the same way. Is, is that how it's been for you? Because I know videography is a little bit different. It's a yeah, it is a little bit different. But at the end of the day, like we're still kind of like journalists, like we're the voice for people just kind of hear and mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, we kind of I, I think it's kind of funny how I think that a position like this is completely different with my major. You know, mm -hmm. that's what I thought once I walked in. I was like, oh, I'm I'm doing stories for like video stories for um, motion pictures. But then for this, I'm doing like journalism. But in a way, it's kind of kind of intertwined, and it is the same. We tell the stories that people need to hear, you know, fact or fictional, um, you name it. I, I'm saying in, like, the sense of motion pictures. But, um, yeah, no, definitely, I definitely do agree with that. Yeah, and I, I think Student Press Freedom Day, at, at least for the three of us, for the Guardian, it's not always about like being the most professional journalist in the world because we're college kids and we're still learning. Mm -hmm. But it's about having an experience and being able to grow and being able to learn. And I think for all of us, that's kind of what the Guardian has been for us as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the people that fill that office are just awesome. I mean, like it's a it's its own little family. You yeah, know? Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's great. And, and and I mean, for me, I'm not the most social person in the world. So a lot of the friends that I have made in college have been through the Guardian. A lot of the friends that I you know will hang out with off the clock will be Guardian people anyway. Just people that I'll talk to in classes about homework or whatever it is. So for any of you out there, if you're looking for jobs, the Guardian is always looking for internships, paid positions. We always yep. have stuff available. Check out and hey, maybe we'd love to have you on board and be a part of the Guardian. We're coming up on a year since I joined. And we are coming up on a year. The first person and I truly met. Yeah, at, yeah. WD. I was the first person Adam truly met, and our ver his very first experience at the Guardian uh, was walking onto the UD basketball court for March Madness and taking a picture there. So <laughs> that, that was a very cool I experience. Asked Noah, I said, "Hey, do you think we can go on the court?" And he was like, "I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't think we can." And I was like. Only one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I yeah. just bolted. I mean, knowing me, like, I just bolted. That like, is funny. Like, yeah. And he was like, I'll follow behind. And he, he went. Yeah. Was cool. Adam's rule was uh, ask for forgiveness, not for permission. And then I just followed him with it. And we didn't get yelled at. We took pictures, and they were very cool. So That's funny. Happy. I love very that. Very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there is one thing that has been on my mind a lot recently, and I haven't gotten a chance to talk about it yet. Um, and it's like in news everywhere, and it's kind of around the cycle. And I am taking I'm taking a class on AI and professional writing. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you guys about Chat GPT. Have you heard <laughs> about Have you heard about First this? Of all, what do you think about it? What's going on? Like, what What do you got? Okay, this is kind of unrelated, but no, who is your it. professor? Uh, Alan Knowles. Yes, yes, he's my boss at He's uh, my boss at the New Media Incubator uh, at my uh, other job. Amazing. He's a whiz yes. at the whole AI stuff. He is. He's amazing. Yeah. He showed me. Like literally, uh, very specific examples at work one time. It was just me and him, and he's just showing me like all the stuff you can do with like AI art and all that stuff, and it's literally crazy. The AI art stuff is crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've never used any of it. I've yeah. heard about it. Like I've heard people talking about you know papers and stuff that they mm -hmm. write up through AI. And just, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I'm not about. Yeah, because there's a lot of like news coming out about it, about people using it to like write papers yeah. and people using it to like cheat on whatever. Mm -hmm. For me, in the class that I'm taking with Alan Knowles, what has surprised me the most about it is not how good it is at what it does, I guess, because like, I, I don't know, we're at the point in AI where like, I don't want to say I expect it to be good at it. Like, it's still surprising that it's good. What's really surprising me is like 
how quick it is at understanding what it's supposed to do and still how good it is. Literally. Um, we had an assignment where we were just supposed to create our own prompts, create an AI bot that does something. Mm -hmm. The AI bot that I made was, it's supposed to respond to like cookie cutter business emails. <laughs> like you get an email that is from your boss that says, hey, we're putting some extra assignments on your plate. Can you get this to us by Thursday at 6 p.m.? Thanks. You put it into the bot and it generates two responses, a positive one and a negative one. And it sends, and then you pick which one you want and you send it back. For cookie cutters. I, yeah, cookie cutter like business emails. I got three samples of just regular business emails that I made up and it instantly understood whatever email comes in, I immediately put it in the bot. It gives me two responses that are grammatically correct that sound like in my voice and that sound like a yes or a no, positive, negative answer. And you just send it back and it takes two seconds. Do you have to... So, okay, I, again, I've, I'm, I'm not experienced at all with any AI. Yeah, anything. Um, yeah. Do you have... Like you said, it, it'll write it in a way that matches your tonage. Mm -hmm. Do you have to speak into this when you're developing it and then it, and then it like specializes it to you? No, you type it out currently so it's a oh, chatbot okay. so you write it out okay. um one thing that is interesting though is all the stuff that it grabs onto so um it's run through OpenAI, which is a like account that you make online so i made it using my google account so like my gmail i made it using my google account it knows when i don't give like a specific person in the email like in a response like if it says hey can you do this it knows to sign the email noah at the bottom because i have it through my gmail Wow, that's kind of creepy to me but it, it knows how to, like, follow how I normally will type, how I normally will type out emails, how I normally will write things. It's very, it's very very cool. I think as a society, we are just way, way too far ahead of these things. <laughs> it, it seems like it. scary. It seems like it. Like, like, yeah. Like, that is one thing with a new media incubator that, like, interests me a lot is it seems like, kind of like what you're talking about, where there's people who understand technology that are all the way up here, and the rest of us are down, and they're accelerating too far for us to catch up. And mm -hmm. I think that's where the problem with AI is going to come, is like, how do we catch people up that don't know much about it, like me? Like, I'm just starting, and I, I don't even know that much about it's it. It's crazy. Um, yeah. I'll just share, like, a story with, my, uh, with me. So, mm -hmm. Alan, actually, that's when we were doing, like, the AR, uh, excuse me, the AI art, mm -hmm. instead of, like, the prompt writing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. I had the idea, I was like, I had a dream last night. Can I, like, make my dream? Like, can I see that on, mm -hmm. like, an actual thing? Mm -hmm. And we did it, and it was, like, so surreal. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, my God, this, because all you have to do is, like, type in, like, keywords, like, say, it's dusk outside. Um, mm -hmm. It's extremely far distance. There's a cop. There was an officer in my dream. Yeah. <laughs> and they, it was yeah. just so weird. And, and I don't know what the one that you use is, but when I've used AI art, it's called Mid Journey is the one that I use. I don't know if that's the one that you that. use. It might be that. It might be a different one. It might be. One. But um, it's crazy because not only it do you grab onto it quick, the more that you use it and the more familiar that you get with it, the mm -hmm. better you get with it too. I mean, it really is a tool like Word and Excel and other things are where the more you use it, the better you get with it and the better the products that you make out of it. Like the art one, if you know to use specific keywords and what it likes to hear and the details that it likes, you can make really, really amazing things with mm -hmm. it. And so. Totally. It's wild. It's wild to see. That's insane. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. I don't do it. I, I'm, I'm inexperienced. And I just think there's a lot of risk involved, you know, like I'm. I'm wait. I'm at the very end of my college career. I've made it this far. Mm -hmm. I don't really need to rely on AI to get mm -hmm. me through anything anymore. So, um, or ever for that mm -hmm. matter. But um, yeah, I mean, when I graduate, you know, that's something that I would definitely have to look into. It'd be kind of cool. I mean, yeah, 
there's a bunch of cool stuff you can probably do with that. Yeah. There is one final thing that I want to ask you guys about mm -hmm. uh, with this, and I want to get your personal opinions on, like, is this, should this be used or should this not be used when it comes to AI, now that I've introduced this a little bit. Mm -hmm. One of the projects that we had to do in the first couple weeks was we took sample tweets from two politicians, Donald mm -hmm. Trump and Nancy Pelosi. You take the tweets, you put them in the bot, you take a bunch of their tweets, put them in the bot, and you have the bot generate sample tweets for Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi. You make them, you, you give them taglines so that they are politically correct, not aggressive, people won't get as mad at them as they would normally have. You put them out, and they look much more tame, much more agreeable, much nicer than that politician's tweets would normally be on Twitter. I want to ask you guys, is this something that politicians should do or is this something that is like, is almost like the, the media intern taking over the politician? Like, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about that personally? I, I, okay, so. And, and I will say these tweets running them through the AI, they looked really lifelike. Yeah. It was scary. Like they, they were using. An example. Um, I, so this was just me writing sample tweets. Uh, a while back, Donald Trump released some weird NFT cryptocurrency cards. Oh, I saw Did those. you guys see those? I didn't yeah. see them, but a while, that's A while back, Donald Trump released some weird, like, NFT cryptocurrency <laughs> cards. So one of the sample tweets that I made, could, like, the prompt that I gave it was to create Donald Trump giving an ad for those cards. He has <laughs> an actual ad for them. Okay? Yeah, he has an actual yeah. ad for them, but, like, it was, uh, to put, like, a tweet, like, a caption, <laughs> And then, like, have the cards. You could click on the link below to, like, go get the cards. I made it, and it had taglines of saying, like, America first patriots will buy. I don't remember what the, the exact one was, but it was, like, it had America first. It had, like, the capitalizations that he would normally have and, like, the um, the whole bunch of exclamation points that would normally be, like, in one of his tweets. Let's it had that. on a shark's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, one of those. Yeah. Oh, man. I, uh, no. I'm out. I think with politicians, I think as citizens of this country, we need to... We need to see what they have to say in their in its truest form. Yeah. You know, whether it's for the better or for the worse. Because as voters, we need to know who we're truly electing, mm -hmm. you know? So I um, I think maybe athletes could do that. I think that'd be kind of cool. But I don't think politicians should. No. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm out. I, I do agree with that. At first, I was on the fence. But it definitely what Adam just said, like, they have to be 100%. Their voice mm -hmm. has to be, yeah, authentic. Mm -hmm. Authentic. Um, we have to know if exactly what they meant to say, word for word, and we go from there how we judge them or how we understand their perspective and stuff like that. And in today's media, too. I mean, people, you know, with all the fake accounts people make, like, there are so many people that don't do their research and they believe whatever they see. Mm -hmm. And, like... And, I think it's important yeah. that we know what we're getting when we go to the ballots. And it's getting even scarier with, like, not just with writing, but with the deep fake AI. It is getting... Have mm -hmm. you guys seen any of these? Mm -mm. There, it... there, there are, like, deep fake AI videos of, like, Obama, Biden, and Trump being in, like, a Call of Duty lobby. Oh, yes! yes I, I saw Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was gonna, I was thinking about that no, before. I saw... <laughs> They're so good. I saw a Rocket League one of Trump <laughs> and Biden, and they were just fighting because one of them gave up a goal, and it was literally... Oh, oh. I saw one Dude. where it's like Call of Duty zombies, <laughs> yeah. and they're doing like an Easter egg, and he's like, all right, Trump, I got the ice staff. Um. <laughs> so that's all AI. Uh, yeah, that's I, all see, AI. I figured somebody was just doing a 
again, I'm not really techno savvy, but I thought somebody was doing like extensive video editing and clipping out words that they would. That's like, what I they thought would also too. Do, like the Katie, like so uh, it can be like video editing, but a lot of it is, um, it's not to video yet, where like you would see Donald Trump's face like moving like yeah, you would yeah, normally speak. Yeah. It's just like an image of Donald Trump, okay. but the voice. They're capturing video of the voice yeah. and of him saying phrases and certain words after other certain words, and so that's why it sounds lifelike. Is they're taking samples of their voice and how they talk it's and their mannerisms and their communication. Like one day in the future, where we probably won't be able to trust video. Like <laughs> it has to be to the point where you have to be in person to actually, you know, <laughs> yeah, think it's real. There was a video sent out of like one of the first deepfakes that we ever saw of um, Key and Peel doing. Uh, one of them did President Obama, and it was I them in a suit and tie, sitting in a chair, and President Obama's face molded onto them, and it looked like Obama until the yeah. very end when they snapped their fingers, and it went away, and it was them. We're way too far. Ahead. We're way too far. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. If we get, like, think about this. If we get to a point where, in order to, like, have the most, um, what am I trying to say here? Like, to be certain of what you're hearing is true mm -hmm. for it to be in person. Mm -hmm. Like, think about it right now. Like, as a society, like, after COVID, like, being in person for things is not people want to do anymore. They want to be on their phones. They want to yeah. be virtual. They want to, and, like, I don't know. I think those two things together is just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, students in, like, 10, 20 years are going to be able to deep fake themselves attending Zoom classes or like, something like that. Teachers are going to have to start worrying about kids using AI to get good grades <laughs> rather than sticking gum under their desk. Yeah, <laughs> something know? like that. Where have we come? That's crazy. With yeah. this being said, though, I do think there are, like, great things that did happen, like, with oh, yeah. all this stuff. Like, yeah. Grammarly is basically kind of an AI thing. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, that thing saved my life. Grammarly <laughs> is incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Grammarly and so much. I think there are so many things we can use with it that will help us, like, excel. I just think yeah. there are a lot of, like, corrupt things that can and will probably eventually, ha eventually happen. Yeah, and I, I think it's weird because there's, like, a fence, right? Because there's, if you go over the fence, it's not good, but if you are on this side of the fence, it's okay. And for me, normally, deepfakes would be on the side of the fence where it's not okay. Like, you're impersonating somebody. But when you see it used in that COD meme, you're like, <laughs> yeah. is that really on the other side of the fence? <laughs> you know so what I mean? It's so funny. Like, it's I, so I, funny. Yeah. Oh, no. I love that. Yeah. I mean, okay. They definitely can impose some, like, restrictions into it yeah know? i think that's the biggest thing is like we're gonna have to see restrictions in the near future and what will those restrictions be and will they include humor will they include satire because i mean like when you see the video of like you know trump and biden and obama arguing over a game of cod you know like, it's you know it's fake you know it's you fake. know it's fake. <laughs> sure so it's gotta be it's gotta be um yeah they gotta impose some kind of restrictions so that you know that it's like actually fake mm -hmm. and you're good you know what i mean mm -hmm. so but yeah, but yeah, after that AI conversation, I want to uh, move it over to stories that don't always seem real to me. We have Isaac Warnicky with our Florida Man hello, Wednesday Hello, story. hello, Or Florida hello. Man Wednesday story. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, Florida Man Wednesday. Let's go. I'm so excited for this Florida Man story. Um, yeah, you were talking about in the office. You kicked me out. I I did. Me and Dominic. <laughs> you kicked him out yeah, early. <laughs> me and Dominic had a one-on-one. I'm like, I need to tell you the Florida Man story because you're not going to be here for the podcast today. And then mm -hmm. Adam walked in. I'm like, get out. Get out. <laughs> But, um, yeah, as you were saying, welcome to this week's Florida Man Wednesday, where we talk about one Florida individual um, with all yours truly and discuss it afterwards. Um, uh, this article goes back to NBC News, um, and the caption reads this. Florida man arrested while trying to warn Space Force about a battle between aliens 
and Chinese dragons. Okay. Let's get into this. According to Brevard County Sheriff's Office, Corey Johnson, 29, stole a Ford F-150 truck in Rivera Beach before heading to the North Patrick Space Force base in Brevard County, Florida, uh, three days after. While trying to get into the Space Force base, Johnson claimed the president told him through his mind that he needed to steal the truck to warn the government officials about U.S. aliens fighting Chinese dragons. Johnson admitted he had no idea where who owned the truck or where he had taken it from. He just knew that he take it he took it without permission. The cops arrested him for grand theft auto. He never did make it on the base to warn the space force. Uh, Johnson was arrested and booked into Brevard County Jail. He'd been charged with grand theft auto, like I said, of a motor vehicle. Um, I unfortunately wasn't able to find the precise date of when this happened. Um, but yeah. This might be my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> this might be See, my now, favorite. This looks, th that sounded like some kind of like major failure AI news story that I would try and write. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like an AI news story. real. Like, what? So, what year was this? Because um, I'm, I'm curious which president spoke to him in his mind. <laughs> I'm, cu I'm curious if Trump told him to steal a Ford F-150 and take it to the Space Force base. <laughs> give me, give me two seconds. Yes, yeah, um, yes. Yeah, look can it find up it because I tried to look it up and I couldn't really find too much about it on yeah. the articles I read. But, but um, I, I, it's so fitting to me that this that this Florida man walked into probably what is like a parking lot of cars, and the car that he chooses to steal is a Ford F-150. That's just so fitting to me. That's so fitting. So I don't have the precise date, but okay. this did happen just last year, 2022. So this is Biden. Yeah. So this happened between. So, so Biden told him to take a Ford <laughs> F-150 and go warn the Space Force. It looks like it happened in late July in between like July 23rd, oh. my birthday. Whoop, whoop. And Oops, then also. 23rd? Yeah. Cancer gang. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Actually, I'm technically a Leo. Oh, but um, I consider my we literally me and my friend had a whole conversation and we're like, yeah, I'm pretty much a cancer because yeah. I have no characteristic to Leo whatsoever. <laughs> but um, anyways, um, yeah, this happened between July 23rd and July 28th. It looks like okay. last year, so 2022. Yeah, 2022. <laughs> yeah, I'm this just is recent. He didn't get on the base. He did. I, I, yeah, I know. I'm I'm upset. He never got to warn the space force. I wonder what his like permunition of biden talking to him in his mind was like do you think he like was like wearing all white robes and like he was just like i need to tell you <laughs> like godlike yeah i know he just has like a white fluorescence just all around him and he's just like i need to tell you johnson it's me joe biden i need you to go to the space there Force. will Take be Chinese dragons attacking U.S. aliens. I need you, need you to go <laughs> warn the Space Force. Take the Ford F-150. <laughs> yeah, this Ford F-150. <laughs> I picture it more as, like, Joe Biden, like, after he just left a rave. Like, he's colored in, like, many different colored paints. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, after going to a crazy EDM rave or something like that, then he came and talked to him. That's, like, my... My, uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining God. like the all raved out Biden. I'm, I'm just imagining him like um, it's like that. It's like those movie scenes where the hero gets caught by the villain and is like, "I have to do this. You can't stop me. I have <laughs> yeah. to do this." As the police tries to arrest him, and they're like, "What is this guy talking about?" We just got done talking about the AI voice, so I'm just imagining an AI Biden just telling <laughs> him word for word about dragons and 
aliens. Maybe he was tricked by a deep fake. Maybe he that's the real literally, maybe that's maybe. The, maybe that's the real problem oh. here. Maybe he was tricked by a deep fake. I don't know. <laughs> He's just like, I need you to <laughs> God. Uh yeah. Oh. So do we know what I mean he was charged with Grand Theft Auto? Did he mm-hmm. do any time? I see. With I mean, all I these mean stores... he better have because he stole that Ford F one fifty. He literally admitted, "I don't know what, I don't know how Joe Biden told me, but what I do know is that I took that car illegally. I know I that think, for sure, officer." I think Ford should use this as a commercial, like you know, like the ones where they're like, "You ever drive down the street with your brother in the back seat and he drops his chinky finger underneath the seat, like something?" Yeah, like that. yeah. They need to make like, uh, like a. I don't know. You ever thought there was aliens fighting outer space and thought you needed to steal a four F one fifty? When you need to warn the U.S. government fast, <laughs> fast. Yeah, no, that's definitely that would make so much money. That would have been better than any Super Bowl uh, commercial they had all year. Literally. Oh. Um, going back to what you said, with all the articles I can find, um, with at least information that happened uh, days after the crime was committed, um. It doesn't spe- give given to specifics about like how many years is he like being in prison for or stuff like that or yeah. how much he's being charged. Um, yeah. it happens with every Florida man story just because it doesn't information isn't released at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, court dates aren't mm-hmm. really you know happening at the time. So, uh, I that's definitely something I can like do some more searching into. Um, yeah. definitely with like court records, but I just the story itself is so incredible. Yeah, it's so it's so incredible. <laughs> Well, uh, we do normally ask about, like, punishment. We don't know what the punishment for Grand Theft Auto is, but I would say Grand Theft Auto is a solid punishment. Oh, yeah. He stole stole it. So if there's jail time, (laughs) along with that, go for it. I would also say we might not have evidence of uh, drugs or anything like that, but, I mean, I feel like he could use some rehab. (laughs) According to Google, all right, most states classify Grand Theft Auto as a felony punishable by one or more of the following. Prison time, often up to five years or more, a fine in the thousands or ten thousands of dollars, and restitution to the victim for any damage to the car or the owner's loss of use of the car. Um, I, I would I would say it doesn't seem like the car got in any, like from the story, it doesn't seem like the car got damaged. So I would say if the car didn't get damaged, rehab and a hefty fine. Now he would have broken onto the base, yes. Like he. Would well, have... it said he never got there. It but... said he never got there. Okay, sure. But like, I don't know. His intentions. If if yeah. he if he did damage the car, jail time and rehab afterwards. So or rehab during jail time. I don't know. I have to double check, but it looks like. Sorry, the prison's mom. So it looked like on the base, uh, he was already like addressed by officials. So he wasn't even close to getting on there per se, but he was right on the border and you have guards there They're like, what are you doing in this stolen Ford F-150? Yeah. And the guy's like, President Biden, I have a message from him. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, you know what? I think um, I think he should get a year and a half to two years. Okay. I think he should get a fine of $12,000. We'll say twelve, And then I think for his rehab, he should be required to have a talk show on tv yeah <laughs> i would tune in i would i would, I would join writer report that. every wednesday yeah. oh my god <laughs> i would get his contact mr johnson um <laughs> we need to get this man's you are summoned <laughs> no not by biden by rowdy raider uh, yeah he's just in the back room yeah. Ra- bring him rowdy, rowdy raider needs to get in this man's head next after joe biden that thing for a reason. literally um 
Sadly, we didn't get to everything that I wanted to talk about this week, but we'll get there next week mm-hmm. as we are out of time for today, sadly. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Maybe next week during spring break? Oh, uh, probably a week after that. Two we'll weeks. Get there. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there in two weeks. Um, but for Rowdy Raider behind me in the studio, for Adam Campbell in front of me, and for Isaac Wernicke on mm-hmm. my other side, this has been Raider Report saying so long. Take care, everybody, and enjoy your spring break. Mm-hmm. Totally. Bye. Raider up.